Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. It's BMAS and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. BMAS and Beamer, welcome you back here to WBEN after 9 o'clock on a Tuesday morning, uh, getting ready, and Joe is back with me here. Brian, it is so good to be back. You know, obviously, I enjoy my other opportunities, but I don't feel as full than I do when it is you and I together. Oh, that's nice. So, uh, we're glad to have you back, uh, for like a day and, you know, then who knows what will happen. Right. I don't even know. That's the best part. Yeah. That's, uh, we'll see. Uh, but Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN to bring you through your Tuesday, um, looking around at, uh, what is hanging out in the news, Joe? Should we do that? Uh, a little bit of some of the headlines. I want to start with this yesterday. We didn't get to it yesterday. We were talking about, uh, mowing your grass, you know, too important to get to uh, some of uh, the president's approval ratings. This uh, poll came out just uh, before our show yesterday. The ABC News Washington Post poll, 41% of Americans yep. approve of the job President Biden is doing. I don't. Do you need to run polls in times like this? Are they really necessary? Because, like, all right, so this poll comes out. It's, you know, treated as big news. Uh, I mean, in ABC News and the Washington Post because right. they did the poll. But it's treated as the, this big news. And what's the surprise here? Like, oh, hey, you know, I'm paying way more for gas. I'm paying way more for groceries. Uh, I still, you know, it's not uh, everything isn't open. My kid's at home for 10 days because he was near somebody who might have tested positive for COVID. <laughs> yeah, things are going great. Uh, no, right. like, of course. Yeah. Well, what do you expect? I, I think it's it's common sense that, you know, uh, a majority of Americans don't approve of the president or actually haven't approved of the last few presidents. It, it has nothing to do with the president, right? I mean, it has it, everything to do with just, how you're living. Yeah, what you do. I mean, Here, here's the thing. I, I could tell you this, and I, I don't even have get the money to do a poll. Most Americans don't approve of anything within the confines of Washington, D.C. Doesn't matter the party. Yeah. Doesn't matter the person. Most people are not happy with anything in that thing they call the District of Columbia. I, 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 we don't need to waste any more resources on these polls. A presidential approval rating is just like a it's a, a barometer on your day-to-day life. Yes. Are you happy right now? That's a great way to put it. I mean, no, does it ever matter what the president is actually doing? No. It's, a, you know, how is life going right now? And... <laughs> You know, I think we got our answer in that poll. If, if there's less money, if there's less money in my back pocket, there, Brian, or on the 
plastic in my back pocket, uh, I'm not going to be happy. And yeah. it doesn't really matter who's uh, occupying the White House. Yeah, that poll came out yesterday. Um, we'll turn to how about? Oh, okay, we'll keep it uh, in politics. Yesterday, raising the COVID alarm once again. Um, still, still works. Um, they're still sounding the COVID alarm. In Erie and Monroe County, they're getting together. Gal Burstein, the health commissioner, was there. Um, you know, a lot was said. I thought this was the most interesting. All right. So, I mean, first off, I just want to get – no, we weren't always told that, you know, it should have been three dose, should have been two. We were told that you can take the vaccine and then go back to your everyday life, yeah, and they're the best vaccines ever made ever. Right. Um, so we weren't told you need a second dose in just a two months or six <laughs> months. So that's a little different. But, I, you know, it goes back to the – uh, PR 101 that we've done so many times on this show. I'm it is saying up there if your goal is once again to try and sound the COVID alarm to get everybody to you know what get vaccinated still or get a booster shot or uh, something else you know um, wear a mask while you're at Thanksgiving dinner or something. Um, <laughs> if that's your goal, I mean, don't we? Can anybody? Hello. Right. Can can we start to bring up you're talking our great Tony Fauci, right. our great. I mean, that is no different than if you were to get up there and say, hey, listen, our great Donald Trump. Right. He's uh, you know, he says that we need to do all this. You're having the same effect. It's just the opposite way around. There's a poll. I mean, I think I would know the outcomes of this poll. But instead of asking about the president's approval rating, how about ask about Tony Fauci's approval rating? Again, Brian, it's back to just not being able to read the room. I'm not surprised because it is always back to uh, Dr. Fauci when you hear from uh, the county's the county executive's administration. Uh, but again, if these are the people you're trying to communicate with, bringing up Anthony Fauci is an automatic mute button. It's like, all right. The messaging isn't working. What are we going to do? Uh, double down. Hit yeah. it harder. <laughs> Just, right. we'll, we'll go to that same guy that everyone seems to love. Right. No. <laughs> no it, do, it, it doesn't it, work that way. It's not April 2020. He is bringing up that name is the exact same thing as bringing up President Trump. I, the Venn diagram of people who like those two people, it's just two separate circles. Yes. There, there's yes. no interaction whatsoever between the two. So I don't think you're really reaching anybody by bringing up um, that. So I, I thought that was part of the interesting uh, thing from yesterday's press conference. Also, that press conference, you know, I understand it was between the two different counties, but, you know, maybe back away from the camera on your computer when you're speaking to the public. Just a little, you know, I'm saying I didn't see, I only heard. Yes, I mean, we're talking about faces right in the cameras. You know, maybe just back up a little bit when you're speaking. Just a tiny bit. <laughs> Give me a little room to breathe Yeah, out there. Um, we talked about this very early in the morning, Joe. Um, I don't I, – I'm very surprised this is happening. This is GM uh, kind of announcing at, that as soon as yesterday, they are removing heated seats, heated steering wheels – from a good majority of the company's best-selling vehicles, they say it's the chip shortage that's left them with no choice but to strip this popular feature out of a lot of their cars. And when I say a majority, you look at Chevy. I, I mean, the Blazer, the Colorado, the Silverado, the Equinox, the Traverse. I mean, that's, I don't think they sell any more vehicles. Uh, GMC, Acadia, Canyon, Sierra, Terrain. Also, some Cadillac vehicles are on the list. No heated seats. Also, no, um, 
I guess there's ventilated or cooling seats too. That's gone as well. No heated steering wheel for these GM vehicles. I, you know, you know me, Joe. Oh, I do. I am just, uh, once you have the heated seats, you can never go back, especially in our weather here. They're on all the time. It's, the temperature is below 40. I got the heated seats on. They work so much faster, so much better than the heater in the car, which never seems to kick on in time. Or the heater in the studio. I, that is, well, <laughs> that doesn't kick on, period. Um, <laughs> it, but it is the, I, I would rank that so low on the list of things that you would get rid of in a car. Right? I mean, I, that is one of the things, me personally speaking, I know I don't speak for anybody or everybody, but that's what I, w- I would keep, period. Right. 100% of the time. Would you get rid of the backup cam before getting rid of the heated seats? Ooh. Now, legally, you have to have the backup cam now in new cars. Ah, okay. So you can't do that. But if it were up to me, if it's a sedan, yes. Okay. Because See? you can you can park that no problem. I think speak for yourself. You know, SUV, <laughs> a truck, no. Right. Um, SUV, maybe in the middle. I prefer a heated seat to a backup camera. I use my mirrors and stuff uh, almost as much as I use. I thought I'd use my backup cam way more. I, I still use my mirrors a ton. I don't trust the. Ba- I, I mean, I, you can only see the one thing. I still have to check the sides, make sure something's coming. The backup cam's the last thing I look at when I'm backing up. Yeah. Um. I. But. To me, it's down on the list. Somebody's chiming in. 803-0930 if you want to weigh in this morning on our Volkswagen Virtual Park text board or by giving us a call. Um, if Someone's saying, if you had to pick one, what would you rather have, a heated seat or the heated steering wheel? And I thought this would be – so I don't know how all cars work, but in mine, the heated steering wheel is only on the sides of the steering wheel, right? And then the top and bottom – are not fully heated. Okay. So maybe if thing. it was the whole wheel, I might think differently, <laughs> but it's the seat for me that I need to have because that warms your whole body. My hands are freezing. I'm thankful for the wheel. Yeah. But I would give up the wheel before I could give up warm, the seat. Warm butt, cold hands instead of warm hands, cold butt. Yeah. I wouldn't have thought that way 100% necessarily before I had both, but now that I do... I'd give up the uh, the wheel before the heat. The seat is on way more than the wheel is on but in my car. Here's something that I, I've been thinking about since you mentioned that this morning. Um, you know, with these, and you mentioned it's not just you know some of these Chevy cars. It's also Cadillac going without some of these uh, features with the heated seats and the heated steering wheel. Can you imagine when the chip shortage? Because eventually there will not you're be. You're driving a, chip. a Cadillac in 2022 and you're like cranking down your windows <laughs> manually by hand. Is that what's going on now? But you know, there eventually will not be a chip shortage. And then you will have either lots full of these cars that are missing certain things or people owning the car. You know, I know resale value on a car is already crap, but can you imagine if you have one of these cars that don't have the heated seats and you try to sell it in four years? I mean, you'll get almost nothing yeah, for it. It's rough. I, well, I mean, they're running into a problem. They have all these vehicles that are just waiting. Waiting for the chip. For that chip yeah. to, you know, whatever the feature is. And I guess they're saying, at least to GM, for a lot of these 2022s, we have to go forward. We have to go to market. I just would love to be in that meeting in Detroit. They got the big whiteboard up there. You know, all right, here are all the features that rely on these chips. <laughs> what's going to go? Yeah. And what's going to stay? And, you know, we can only keep this many. 
Uh, someone's chiming in. Do you keep the heated seat? I agree. Uh, someone else, uh, get rid of the self-parallel parking stuff. That's the stuff I think would be first off the list. Yeah. The uh, driver assist, you know, it keeps you in your lane. It, like, helps you handle the car. It's very cool, but it's not – I think you either have to have the car drive itself or you can at all. If you don't have, like, full – like, on mine, you still need to, like, touch the wheel. It senses that your hand is on the wheel. I can't take my hands off, even though the car could drive itself with the hands off. I If I have to keep my hands on, I don't need that. Keep the heated seats. Get rid of the lane assist thing. Okay, yeah. At least for me personally. Yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I just – I'll tell you, you've been talking about the heated seats now for since you've had heated seats. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm hoping my Honda Civic lasts one more year because I do not want to get stuck with a new car and miss out again on heated seats. I love now someone's chiming in. You know, they sell cars where the temperature never drops below 60. Right. And I, I understand you're looking at the entire country while you're making this. I mean, people in Texas, not as married to their heated seats as the people <laughs> here, obviously. However, I would like to see, you know, north of the Mason-Dixon line, um, how uh, how you're looking in car sales when you get rid of the, some of these features that right. I think are, for me, if I'm buying a new car, that's a deal breaker for me. If I'm spending the money to buy a new car and I'm not getting a feature that I want in your I'll look somewhere else. Yeah. I also wonder, are, are prices dropping in these cars that don't have the chips? Buy by like two hundred dollars, oh, right? I mean, so when, you when you're making this investment, <laughs> I mean, you're spending. I mean, the price of new car, the price of used cars, are so much money now. You're not talking about that much money that you're actually saving at the end of the day compared to the overall cost <laughs> of the car. I mean, that's what's kind of crazy to me. Is yeah. I I just can't deal with that. But anyways, uh, no, in GM cars, it, this is. For 2022, this isn't all, uh, but this is a good amount. Yeah, the ones you listed off, I was surprised at the ones that are getting missed. Someone's saying no air conditioning. Um, no, thank you. I, you know, I, I think. I couldn't do without AC. I'd rather go no AC than no heater. Okay, see, that's where we'll disagree. Than no heated seats. I would rather, and. I feel like not all cars had air conditioning not that long ago. No. I mean, heated seats are maybe a little newer than AC, but it wasn't like that. You're in the mid-90s, early 2000s with cars that didn't have air conditioning standards. Exactly, exactly. But if I had to pick between heated seats, now, if I had to pick between heater or AC, I'm going heater. But if I had to pick heated seats or AC, I'm keeping the AC because there are times when you park right in the sun and you get in that car, and the minute you sit down, you start sweating. I need I need a little cool air. I use my heated seats way more than I use my air conditioning. Okay. Um, that's that's I don't, me personally. I don't doubt that. Um, and someone else chiming in, I really believe the heated seats – and steering wheel options being dropped for the coming of electric cars weaning off electric gobbling features. I don't think that's the case at all because you look at electric cars, they all have them. I mean, they're all standard on some of the newer cars, um, include mine's like half electric. So, and, and I run it all electric and the heaters work fine. They don't really doesn't take, take up, away from your mileage. No, it does not really take up battery that I kind of thought that I would. Um, and someone else saying a $50 credit was all that was mentioned. Yeah. For <laughs> thank, thank you, Texter, for listening to, to Lauren last week. But, yeah, she was mentioning the, uh, the chip shortage as well. And like you said, these cars that are just sitting there right now.
Yeah, unfortunately. All right. And then uh, let's turn the page to The Rock. Joe, I talked about this yesterday. I was missing you because I was thinking about you. Um, The Rock said yesterday. (laughs) uh, You might wonder why. Um, The Rock confirmed in an Esquire interview that when he is in his gym, he can't stay bottled up. He's got to relieve himself. He's got to uh, he's got to go to the bathroom every now and then, and to do so, he uses bottles, old water bottles that are sitting around, and that's how he goes during his workouts. Old, like disposable water bottles, or ones that yes. he's gonna okay. No, no, he's not gonna reuse these water bottles. So he has, so after he's done with the water bottle, he leaves it sitting around his gym because later on, I'm maybe another workout that he throws it out right after. Okay, I that was not confirmed, but I'm going to assume. That he threw it out uh, right after. Now, why does he do this? He says, well, he doesn't have a bathroom in his gyms. His gyms are no nonsense. It's all weights. Everything like that. I mean, no bathroom, no anything, just the iron, and that's it. What if um, you have to go to the bathroom and a bottle will not suffice to what you have to do? I think you got to go somewhere else. Okay. I think you got to go somewhere else. But here's my thing. I never, you know, I, I'll, I'll go before, and maybe it's just because I don't work out with the same intensity that, I, I mean, I, I don't have to go during my workouts at all. This would not be an issue for me. I, I don't need a bathroom, but I also don't need a bottle. Do you have to? Do you ever go, like, mid-workout? No, I'm just like you. I get to the gym. I usually have a nice, long uh, bathroom experience before I work out. And then I'm in. I'm in the zone. I work out, and then an hour later, I'm in the bathroom again. But I've, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say never, Brian. I'm sure there's been an, a, a, a part where I've had to go to the bathroom. Something hit me. Um, but it's not a regular thing. I'm not regularly going to urinate during my workout. He says he needs to stay hydrated very often. Maybe that's the, I'm not drinking enough water. I mean, during... I'm sure his workout's a lot different than mine. Yeah, it's a little more intense, <laughs> as you can tell. But now I have a little uh, key when I'm at the gym. Right, you can kind of see. Yeah, I I need to work out harder, longer, and I drink uh, more water. Drink more water and Definitely. go to the bathroom more, uh, not in the bathroom. Let's go to uh, Ken in Amherst is on WBen. Ken wants to weigh in on what's getting uh, what people are getting rid of in the cars. Ken, uh, heated seats. GM says they're not needed as much as some of the other features. What do you say? You know, I've never had heated seats. Never had heated steering wheels, but I have had a car with no air conditioning. Uh, I was in the desert in the Mojave, military, traveled a lot, and uh, we had 4 and 40 air conditioning. Do you know what that is? I, uh, what's that? Four windows open and yeah. 50 miles an hour. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, you have to change your lifestyle if you don't have air conditioning. you got to go to grocery shopping with your frozen stuff uh, and get the frozen stuff last and so on. But the biggest thing about not having air conditioning is you need to put the windows down, and if you're traveling on highways, the noise from the road, the noise fatigue is just overwhelming after uh, a few hours. You know, you can tolerate it for a while, but if you're on four or five, six hours in the highway with the windows open, the fatigue is what gets you. So um, air conditioning, 4 and 40, we ditched. We sold our car for a good price in the desert, but we got one with air conditioning. We have one ever since. Yeah, I uh, appreciate the call. Hey, Ken, thanks. I, you know, listen, it's not like I'm saying air conditioning is a throwaway feature or anything. Right. 
But if I'm given the two... You have to pick between these two things, yes. And I understand why GM would pick air. I think most people would say air conditioning yes. stays over heater uh, because everyone's going to use air conditioning across yeah. the country. Not everyone's going to use a heated seat. Personally, I use heated seats more than the AC. I use the AC, um, someone's chiming in on the text board, when you're all dressed up and it's raining out. Um, you know, if you're in a suit or something like that, you don't want to sweat through it. You got to use the AC in yes. your car. Oh, that's a good point. I understand it. I get it. I would rather sweat than be cold. That's just me. Yeah. I, I'm just, I, I hate being cold in the car anywhere. So I need that, the heater to warm me up right away. My attitude changes during the season. In the summer, I, I want to be as cool as possible. But then, like yesterday, I couldn't warm up. Right, and I didn't want to be as cold as I was, so I, I'm one of the. I have to be with where the season goes, and that's what dictates what kind of air I need going my way. Um, but yeah, I would be AC over heated seat. But Brian, you talk nonstop about heated seats, so my next car has to have the heated seats. I want, I want it all on my next car purchase. I, and you know what? Before I heard this news from GM, I would say you probably have no problem. Yeah, right, because it was all like <laughs> it's all becoming standard now. Right. I don't know about this. All right, me and Joe were both in a pool, a squares football pool, over the weekend. Um, but we neither of us were really wanting to win. Uh, we'll explain why when we come back. You're listening to Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. 
Oh yeah. Welcome back. Beamaz and Beamer on a Tuesday, almost said Monday, here at News Radio 930 WBEN. Hanging with you until 10 o'clock. Brian, you mentioned it going into the break. This weekend, you and I were both looking at a sheet with our names on it to see if we were going to win some money. Oh, yeah. The football <laughs> pound. Like, what, I was what trying a to weird fi- way. I was trying to find a clever way. It, it obviously didn't take. Yeah. That was a bomb. <laughs> you were, you're still... Keep looking. Um, <laughs> no. So we were both in a uh, squares pool for the Bills game this upcoming Sunday, and it was being run to benefit the 11-day power play that's going on right now. We have a coworker here who's playing in uh, one of the smaller games, not the full 11 days, but uh, in one of these four-hour shifts uh, that I, I've taken off this year. Usually I'm uh, playing in one of those things. Not this year. I have not been on the ice in like two years. So <laughs> no ice time during COVID. No ice time during. It just hasn't worked uh, with my schedule. Trying to get some sleep. My son. The last time I was on the ice, I was taken out and I had like an ankle sprain. I couldn't walk straight for like uh, a month. So oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it's been a while. So I'm taking this year off. But we were, you know, helping out one of our coworkers who's running a square pool. Good way to get the money raised for uh, Roswell Park, Camp Good Days, plenty of other good causes. And it brought up a question in, I think, both of our minds. I said this before the break. Neither of us really wanted to win this because Mm -hmm. of the charity aspect. And then it becomes this big question. What do you do if you win? And this isn't just the squares pool. This is 50-50 raffles at different places. This is different charity events all throughout Western New York. I think the meat raffle 50-50 is a big one. Yep. Maybe it's just a stag party, the 50-50 there. What do you do if you win? The event is meant to raise money for something like that. Now, you know, an office pool, that's one thing. Right. I mean, that's the idea is to raise money. But if it's run for charity... Do you take the winnings? Do you not? Does it depend on a certain set of circumstances? Does it not? Is it how big the organization is? Is it what the current need is? Is it your current pocketbook? I. What goes in to making that decision? 803-0930. You can weigh in here on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board or give us a call, 803-0930. I think the circumstance definitely plays into it, Brian, because here's what I was thinking. Obviously, going toward a, a really good cause, right? And, you know, it's one of those 50-50 pools. Half the money already went to that cause. Two things I'm thinking. That money would be better off going to the cause than going to me, number one. And number two, what if I do the wrong thing, right? And not knowing it's the wrong thing. What if I keep the money and now everyone at work is looking at me like, Look at Joe, that idiot. He kept the money and maybe used some more choice language that I can't say here on the on the air because of the FCC. I really th- it depends on me in the setting that you're in and what the event is, right? Yes. So, like I brought up a stag party. You'll run like a 50-50 uh, during that stag or a bachelor party. And typically speaking, right? You can't I, I, this this is, I think, the most common move. Right. And somebody just texted in this exact move. I I win the 50 50. All right. I'll 
whatever I put in, I'll take out. So I, you know, I didn't spend any money on it. Yes. I didn't make any money on it. I'm just taking out what I paid for my tickets, and the rest goes back into the uh, other half of the pot. I think that's the most common move. But I also, you know, I think it depends on stag parties are generally run for people who are paying for their own weddings. I mean, it's to raise money for that. But what if you were doing the 50-50 for somebody who you kind of know, hey, listen, I mean, they they kind of have what they need for the wedding, right? I mean, no, like, you know, yeah. I, they're, I'm pretty sure that wedding is uh, paid for yeah. uh, by we them got, or by somebody else. We've got 200 people here that paid $50 for a ticket. I'm going to take half this 50-50. Uh, you know, that's, <laughs> I, I'm looking around and I'm saying, I don't know if they necessarily need this uh, 50-50 to pay for the wedding. So I, maybe I take the whole pot yeah. back or something like In that. In that situation, I think you do. But you have to know for sure. I think in the situation of a stag party, um, it, when you've paid to get there, right? So you've already paid to be there. You paid for the ticket. And like you said, if there's a good number of people there. Now, if it's a buddy and you know your buddy's struggling or, you know, he he could use every last penny, of course. But Oh, so you no, you're going the opposite. Oh, okay. You say your de facto at a stag party is to keep all the money. Yes. See, I would say the... You start at the baseline assumption of, I'm going to give back the money. Ah, okay, see? At a stag party. This is why I never get invited to stag parties. That's <laughs> just what's happened a couple, uh, too many times. I I think you go in with the assumption, generally speaking, you win this, you give back the money, mm. either all of it or the money minus whatever you paid in for the 50-50 tickets. I think the exception to the rule is if you happen to know okay, this person already had a lavish wedding uh, that's going out there that they didn't exactly have to bend over backward to pay for, we'll say. I think then you can kind of, all right, uh, take the money for yourself and not feel all that bad about it. Yes, yeah, I go in with, I paid $50 to be here. I'll probably spend another 50 bucks on 50-50 tickets. I'm probably going to keep it. Now, of course, it depends on the circumstance. There doesn't seem to be a lot of people there. Uh, another rule, though, if it's your second marriage, I'm taking the money. Is that your well, <laughs> The rule for you is that if it's your first marriage, you're taking the money. Right. So it shouldn't come right. as a surprise. But there's, there, there's no curveballs. If it's your second if it's your second marriage, 100%, I'm taking the money. I, no, I think some of these events, you kind of have to buy the ticket. It shouldn't come as a surprise after the fact, right? I think you buy the ticket or you buy into whatever it is, whatever pool it is, knowing that the expectation is there that this is all going to the charity. I think that, and then there are some exceptions. That comes with, with, with maturity because there's certain younger ages where I didn't even know the, there was a thing to give back money. <laughs> I could see that too, though. I mean, that's, it's probably not everybody. Someone chiming in, 803-0930 on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, uh, saying that I don't like the habit of having to give back what you won. I won. I mean— I like that, too. Listen, I like that mindset, too. I, I think that is the eighth-grade you know mindset of uh, texting in here. Um, I, someone They said they're at a hockey banquet, and they shamed me into giving the money back. Now, here's where I, like I think it gets a little bit tricky. You said you're at a hockey banquet. This is where I would probably— not buy the ticket in the first place. That's a good thought. Yep. Now, because it's one, I'm thinking like a 50-50 raffle that's done to support, you know, maybe you're at a fundraiser for somebody's medical bills. 
Maybe you're at a fundraiser for a rescue shelter for dogs or something like that. Or it's a food bank or it's one of these other really good causes around Western New York. And there's plenty of them that you can check out, right? Right. So if you're there, I don't think there's too much question about giving the whole pot to whoever you're helping to raise money for. The whole idea of this is to have a good time. You know you're going to lose some money, but you're not losing it. You're donating it to a good cause. Now when you start to talk about Little League trips, baseball, hockey, something like that, I might be of the mind to win this uh, pot, win this football pool, whatever it is, and say, hang on a second. You mean to tell me that this pay-to-play Little League needs the extra money to what? Take a trip to Cooperstown or do something? Now, I know it, it costs money, but that's not exactly on the lines of saving puppies who are found on the street. Right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> There's a little bit of a difference there. That might make it a little bit tougher, and that's why I don't buy the ticket because if I had one, right, I think uh, maybe uh, I keep a little bit of that money exactly. in that particular case. I like this person's uh, strategy. Maybe make it 70-30 instead of 50-50, and then the winner takes 30. Solves everything. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure if that's allowed legally. Oh, okay. Because there's a lot of, like, hoops you have to jump through. 50-50 makes it a non-gambling thing. I I think that might be the case. There are, like, a lot of rules around Uh, these 50-50. Not not saying that everyone follows them, and if you ran a 70-30, I don't think you're going to raise eyebrows, you know, raising money for the animal shelter or, you know, the food bank or whatever it is. Um, But I think part of that might be some rules. Uh, Someone else saying, uh, my buddy and I won a charity bass tournament down in Texas one weekend, we just donated it back to the charity. It was it sounds like a good sum of money, but we would have been fishing that day anyway. Yeah, I so, like that mindset. There you go, right? I mean, you're out enjoying yourself. You you do this, you end up winning. You want to give it back to the good cause because you're saying to yourself, "Listen, I was out here to enjoy what the activity was to begin with." And then raise a little money, right? And it's and it's it's a it's a charity. It's it's for a good cause. And, and again, the, if it's something for a charity, if it's it's something you know for research, cancer research, I think we can all get behind that. Obviously, the money goes back uh, regardless. Um, it, it's those other ones that I see. I don't I don't say regardless though, Joe. See, I think when it's a charity type thing, like Sunday, if I had won. I'm most likely, not most likely, I am giving the money back. You know, of course, I was questioning it while I'm watching the game, but I'm giving the money back. That does go toward a good cause. I'm kind of glad I didn't win, so I didn't have to make that decision. Uh, but it, it's going towards a good cause. I think something like this, a charity event, where, where the whole thing is put on to raise money for something else, I, I, at this age. Now, 10 years ago, I'm taking the money. We're not even having this discussion. At 33... I'm giving the money back. See, I think that a lot of people would say it might depend on the size of the organization, right? If you're, if it's one person's medical bills, the decision's very easy. If you're at a more lavish event, a very big event being put on by a big organization, and you're looking around, you're saying, wow, you know, that ice sculpture costs a lot of money to put here. You know, there's the balloon, uh, you know, archway that I'm walking through. Unnecessary there's things. There's a lot of things here. Yeah. 
Um, this is a big, well-known organization. Um, you know what? Maybe I can take this. You know, they, they're good with their 50. Yeah. And, that, and I'm good <laughs> with my 50. If it's a bigger organization. I get that. That you're, you know, if the 50-50 raffle is being uh, handed out on the tickets that you buy at the Dollar Tree, I think that that's one where you're buying the ticket and you're saying, all right, I'm giving this money back. But if you've printed out lavishly your own <laughs> with your corporate logo and something else, then I'm kind of thinking, hmm, okay. Yeah. You know, I'm keeping that money. And somebody else, I think, agrees with me. If you're expecting to give the money back, why bother having a 50-50 a just point. ask for the donation? A great um, point. Someone else saying, at a stag I won, everyone starts chanting, give it back, <laughs> give it back. What do you do? That's the question. What do you do? I think there's a couple of answers here in that situation, right? You're at a stag party. How well do you know everybody? That's if everyone good. starts yeah. chanting, give it back, because we've all been, like, invited to stag parties. You're not, you know, invited yeah. to the wedding. You kind of You just know, know someone at the stag party. Yeah, you yeah. know somebody. Uh, you might have never even met the person who's getting married before. Maybe you don't even know anybody. I right. mean, people put their flyers out for their stag party. <laughs> and everyone starts chanting, give it back, give it back. I mean, I'm running for the door. I don't know. What do you do in that <laughs> if I don't, situation? I mean, you already know my mindset is I'm taking the money at a stag party. But if I don't know the person, there is nothing that could change my mind that I'm, I am taking this money. I gave you money for the ticket to get here. I probably threw a few things in the other basket raffles that you see at stag parties sometimes. You got 50% of this. I'm gone. See ya. Thanks, thanks for the fun time. I'm in my car. Or in the Uber ride home. <laughs> <laughs> I um, I could see that. I also think if you know a lot of people there and everyone's chanting, give it back, you take the money and you do the same thing. You make a big show of running out the door and you make a gag out of it. And then everyone's <laughs> laughing. And then uh, who knows what you did actually right. at the end of the day, um, if you gave it back or not. Um, there's someone else saying, I have been to events where it's stipulated the money cannot be donated back. And that should be at any kind of 50-50 if you're if you're going to put a 50-50 on, this should be what they say, and then there's no confusion. I don't think so. Oh, well, I, I think I, so. I think if you are running a 50-50 and the person wants to donate the entire pot of money to you, that's a good thing. I mean, why would you say no? If you're running a fundraiser, you need the funds. I mean, why are you going to say no? Well, then I'm going to go back to what the, the last texter said. If you're expecting to give the money back, why bother having a 50-50? I'm not saying you're expecting to give it back. Okay. Or, or expecting uh, all that money to come back. But if somebody is offering it to you and says, here, no, I want to donate the whole thing, why would you say no to that if you need the money? And that's the whole reason of having whatever fundraiser it was in the first place. But we've illustrated the situation that it puts people in. You know, oh, do I give this back? What am I, what am I doing? Everyone's staring at me. If you put something like that out, at least you don't have people who are uncomfortable because they want a 50-50. Well, if you're uncomfortable, that's your own problem. <laughs> it's, it's, then I, I go back to not having a 50 uncomfortable. You're the one who bought the ticket. You're the one who, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. They didn't I, make you uncomfortable. I, I like I like the stipulation of the money does not uh, it cannot be donated. I like that. I'm a fan of that. That's because you, again, your go-to, you want to keep the money regardless. Yes. You're in it to win it. Yeah, if it's a charity, I, I want to give the money back because that's the right thing to but do. Most, uh, but most nine of the time, times I, out of ten, this is a charity. Okay. Well, just because I give it back doesn't mean I want it to. No offense to the charity, but if I win a 50-50... Show the reluctant giver. <laughs> well, uh, again, you have a 50-50. I like what this person said. Stipulate it. The money cannot be donated. We are taking half of it. That's the donation. I like that. 
again, and if if not, you're going to have people who are uncomfortable. You're people that it's awkward when they win. Oh, what do I do? You know, that's me. Oh, should I said that that loud? That's how I feel. <laughs> I don't think it's that. Um, you know, in most cases, I think it's pretty uh, pretty easy to make that determination. And I think you make well, yeah, that determination to the, to the naked eye before here you, you go. buy the ticket. Maybe I, the normal I think person you know does. When you're buying that 50 50 ticket or when you're putting the money down for the squares pool or whatever it is, you know when you're handing over that money whether or not this is a keep it pool or whether or not you are just donating money, uh, win or not lose all the time. to the cause. There are times where you buy it and then you go, now what do I do if I win? That, but I, that's me on at you. least. Maybe it is on me. I, I, I think there are people out there that, are, that have the same mindset. But yeah, maybe that's on me. But there are times where I'm in a 50-50, and then the whole time I'm questioning, what do I do if I win this? I don't want to be – it's awkward. It is awkward if, if the, uh, the thought is I have to give this back. People are staring at me. See, I think what you want now is a casino. <laughs> that's is, what, is that a secret? I mean, yeah. That's, Again, that's you're, t- you're getting 50 for. of the 50-50. You're getting that. That's a donation. You're pocketing that. And if we're talking about one of these big events, that's a good sum of money. I just you go to the Sabres game. No one's ever donating the fifty-fifty back. Exactly. Like, there's that's never not going question. to a cause. I do think there are some. Well, maybe it is. I, I it think, is going to a cause. I'm sorry. I think there are ones that are without question. You're giving the whole pop back. I I think it's a minimum, or it's a it's a small thing in the middle there, where you are, kind of uh, in question of whether or not. All right, is this an organization that needs a hundred percent of this? <laughs> Or is this one where I'm actually winning the 50-50? Someone chimed in. See, that's why we raffled a jersey rather than do a 50-50 I like that. See? at his buddy's stack. Smart. I, that's probably I a good a jersey. idea. Yeah. I think you do both. Again, I just want people to know, I do give the money back when it's expected. I'm just saying, I do think, I I do think like there are joke. more people out there that aren't as vocal, that it's a little uncomfortable, a little awkward. Why, what am I doing? What am I supposed to do? And you're kind of forced into it like the one texter said. But obviously... Uh, the money going to a good cause, to, to, to a good charity, it's always the better choice. It's better there than in your pocket. All right. I, I think it's interesting. What would you do? Um, hey, we'll be back here tomorrow. BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 